I'm a gun lover, a veteran, and a family man. I believe in the Second Amendment and responsible gun ownership. I'm Skip, and this is Gunsmoke. Hey, y'all, we're back. And I promise I'll be stepping up a little bit more and trying to get more stuff going here. I've been slacking. But that's okay. That's what it's all about. Here at uh, Gunsmoke, we, like I said, we're not sponsored. I don't take sponsors, and I don't take money for any of this. So now I'm at a point where I can slack a little bit, so to speak. Got an email from a James Lawrence. He didn't say where he's from, but um, he had an interesting story. He says uh, that uh, his father was helping uh, an elderly friend clean out his old hunting cabin. And uh, the friend had an old sporterized 30 6 surplus rifle in his closet and sold it to his dad for 20 bucks. Now his father, having no use for it himself, passed it on to him. So after doing a little bit of research, he found out that it's an Eddie Stone U.S. model of 1917. And it was manufactured, in, of course, in 1917 for the war effort. It was sporterized with a Fajian stock and uh, a Weaver scope in the late 1950s. You see, I'd love to hear us talk about that gun on the podcast. And I said, sure, it was a nice email, nice sounding fella. But anyway, the Eddystone rifle manufacturer uh, in Eddystone is an outstanding example of the dominant industrial role of Pennsylvania in arming and equipping the uh, American and Allied forces in World War I. Now, a rifle is the most uh, prolific military arm, and Eddystone models 1917 rifles armed more American soldiers than any other weapon used in the Great War. Now, the M1917 Enfield was a development of the British Enfield Pattern 13 rifle chambered in the experimental 276 rimless cartridge. Now, with the outbreak of World War I in 1914, the Pattern 13 was modified to use the standard rim 303 cartridge and adopted as the Pattern 14 uh, Mark I. Now, the P-14 was introduced, uh, was produced rather solely in the U.S. under contract to Britain. Now, the contract manufacturers uh, were Remington uh, United Metallic Cartridge Company of Ilion, New York, Winchester Repeating Arms Company of New Haven, Connecticut, and Remington Arms Company of Delaware, Eddie Stone, Pennsylvania, uh, Remington Arms Company. Now, of Delaware was a Remington subsidiary uh, specifically created to produce the rifle in Eddystone. Now, in 1915, the massive uh, Eddystone Rifle Works was built on land owned by the Baldwin Locomotive Works. Now, Baldwin constructed the plan on provision that its buildings would be absorbed by Baldwin after the war to expand its adjacent locomotive factory. Eddystone delivered its first Pattern 14 rifles on May 20, 1916, and production ended on June 1, 1917 with 604,941 rifles having been made. Now, when the U.S. entered World War I on April 16th of, uh, April 6th, rather, of 1917, the Army had only 208,034 men in service. 
And by Armistice Day of uh, November 9th, 11th of 1918, the Army was 4 million strong with 2 million serving in the uh, Army Expeditionary Forces over, or the AEF. Now, over a million men in the AEF were uh, in combat units. Arming this force was a major undertaking. So, upon entry into the uh, war, there were 585,468 standard M1903 Springfield rifles on hand. Production capacity at Springfield Armory and Rock Island arsenals was inadequate to meet the demands of the expanding army. And with uh, three factories producing the pattern 14 rifle, it was decided to modify that weapon to chamber the, chamber the standard U.S. caliber 30 cartridge. So the resulting rifle was adopted as the model of 1917. Following delays in achieving parts standardization among manufacturers, Eddie Stone delivered its first M1917 rifles on September 10th of 1917 preceded by Winchester, August 18th, and followed by Remington on October 28th. In January of 1918, Remington Arms Company of Delaware was absorbed by the Midvale Steel and Ordnance Company of Nicetown, Pennsylvania, PA. Now, the factory was renamed Eddystone Rifle Plant after its acquisition by Midvale Steel. The Eddystone Rifle Plant was the largest factory in the world, occupying 34.5 acres and employing a high of 15,409 workers. Now, from June 1918 onward, monthly production exceeded 100,000 rifles. Daily production averaged 5,000 rifles, with a high of 7,801. Now, wartime manufacturer of the M1917 at all three factories totaled 2,193,429 rifles, which amounted to 87.5% of the U.S. rifle production. Almost 54% of these M1917 rifles were made at Eddystone. In contrast, the two government arsenals made only 312,878 M1903 Springfield rifles during the war also. So by the time of the armistice, some 1,123,259 M1917 rifles had been shipped to France, 800 1,967 issued to troops and 322,292 floated in bulk as unissued in reserve. Now, with the Army Expeditional Forces combat strength of 1,078,222, the issue of 800,967 rifles indicates up to 74% of soldiers were armed with an M1917. So from August 1917 to November 9th of 1918, the Eddystone plant manufactured 1,181,908 rifles, which constituted 47% of the total wartime rifle production. When allowing for the M1903 rifles, which were on hand at the start of the war, Eddystone rifles still accounted for 38% of the U.S. World War I rifles. Now, the Eddystone Model 1917 was the most prolific U.S. weapon of the war and armed more doughboys than any other weapon. 
Eddie Stone ceased production in 1917 on uh, 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 production of the M1917 on January 9th of 1919. The final production figure was 1,352,477 rifles. In addition of 170,569 rifles to its to its wartime total. Now, spare parts equivalent to at least an additional 135,000 rifles were also made at Eddie Stone from 1917 to 1919. Eddie Stone's production of the Model 1917 rifle was a premier achievement in arming the American soldiers of World War I. It was a great industrial accomplishment and a major contribution by Pennsylvania in that conflict. That's an interesting story. And it's, it's a fine weapon, and I'm glad that uh, James has got himself one, because it's a piece of history, and it's a fine gun. But anyway, if you've got any bitches, gripes, or complaints, feel free to give me a contact at uh, gunsmoke at yahoo.com. That's G-U-N-S-M, smoke, all lowercase, at yahoo.com. Or get in touch with us on Facebook at Gunsmoke Gunsmoke. Got lots of pictures, lots of stuff, lots of people doing stuff, and I love hearing from them. And uh, also check out some of the fine, you know, groups that we follow here in, uh, with Gunsmoke. And you got the Snub Nose Club, Modern and Classic Firearms, great bunches of people. And classic fighting handguns, custom AR-15s, Scorpion Rifle Works. Love to, they love to hear from you, and check them all out. They're good folks. So until the next time. Y'all take care.